Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Chivas del Norte. My name is Varo, and with me tonight are Rigo, Luis, and Flo. We have a full house. What's up, guys? What's up, Varo? What's up, guys? Y'all ready to talk Chivas? <clears throat> yes, sir. All right, let's get right into it. Um, Chivas Cruz Azul on Saturday night. Chivas won 1-0 with a goal from an unlikely player, Ronaldo Cisneros. But let's start from the beginning. I'm going to read off the lineup, and you guys tell me if there was any surprises to you. At goalie, Gudinho, our back line was Ponce, Pereira, Mier, Manorankin. Midfield consisted of Carlos Cisneros, Beltran, Molina, and Brizuela, and up top, we had the duo of Pulido and Baker. Uh, I mean, right off the top, I was like, where's Villalpando? But I guess his injury was more serious than we thought. I mean, he's only, he's only out for three weeks, but I still wondered where he was. I didn't think his injury was that uh, serious before yeah. that. Bro, you should listen to the Chiva del Norte podcast. <laughs> for real. Because <laughs> we talked about I his try injury. not to. <laughs> I try not to listen to. It's free on iTunes. <laughs> if you, SoundCloud? If, if you search the colorful kit, it'll come up. <laughs> review it and leave uh, five stars. Rate and review it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other one out for three weeks, Rigo. That's why. Uh, oh, go. Oh, sorry. I'm watching the Leones Negros game and they just missed an easy opportunity for a goal. Uh, <laughs> Well, anyways, I did listen to last week's podcast that I was not on, and I didn't know that he was going to be out that long, so that was a surprise when I looked at the lineup. It was also a surprise to see Beltran instead of Sandoval in the lineup. Okay, you thought he was going to go a little more uh, offensive in I mean, Sandoval? I thought, I, thought, I thought he would play Sandoval instead of Beltran. Just because you, you already have a CDM, and Sandoval is more seasoned, so that yeah, was a but... surprise for me. My, the surprise for me is still that freaking Cisneros played, but I guess that's who he's sticking with at this point. So I didn't really have it was no really surprises in the lineup. I mean, we kind of predicted uh, it was going to be the Cervantes or Beltran, and I think we said Beltran right at the end. Yeah, yeah I think two or three of us said Beltran, or maybe all three of us said Beltran. Yeah, I mean it makes it makes sense, and the way he played, he he played he played well. He had um a good pass passing rate. He had a couple of good runs. But you can still see that, like, that last pass, he still has to get better at. Like, I guess last-minute decision-making. But the kid the kid is showing something, and I think for the next two weeks, if he plays well, he can maybe start a, a, starting, a starting spot for the rest of the season. Yeah, you, you know, uh, Enrico says, like, like he thought he wouldn't go, because he already has one CDM, that he maybe go more offensive. But, like, when you watch them play, you, you, you see them very, like, secure defensively. So it kind of makes sense why he did that versus a, a good team like Russell. And I mean, they defensively they were solid, man. Which is something we're not we're not really used to. Like right. it's it's nice. Like how often were you guys like, in that game? Like how many times were you guys really worried? I was. There was not that many times where I was worried about Russell scoring. Yeah, that little that little like fear that we have as Chivas fans when it's like 80th minute and we think we're gonna blow the game. I didn't really have that for this game. I thought we were really solid defensively. Um, like, you see the additions of Miera in the back line. He helps out a lot. Um, Pereira is solid. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like, think, I, that, like I think that Mier makes Pereira's role a lot easier because he trusts him. You could already tell that there's trust there in the back line. And... It just allows it to seem to just be a lot more solid with Mier back there. Whereas in before, Pereira always had to cover for whoever was there, Basulto, Salcido, uh, Alaniz. Even once, even when Salcedo was there, Salcedo wasn't like great when he was there. And Pereira's always been the one that's been like, when he actually played and wasn't injured, was the solid one in the back. Pause. <laughs> Yeah, Iran, Iran Mier only had like that one that one slip up where he tried to clear the ball, but he whipped on it, and then, and then um, he re- he recovered it back, won it, and then fell again. Yeah, he fell again, and then Pereira came in with the with the big dick energy. 
pause and uh, and clear uh, that bowl. <laughs> I mean, I thought, you know, during most of the game while watching it, I was kind of annoyed that we were just giving Grunasur all the possession. Well, I think I think that was the game plan. But that was yeah, that yeah. was that was that was the game plan. The game plan was to give them possession because I guess in the previous game, Kurasul also struggled with like high possession. Like they, they just don't know what to do when they have with the ball, and it was kind of evident because like they had the ball and then they would get to like that's because um, the final they third. This, they bought the center mid, who's not that <laughs> not the greatest of uh, playing yeah. possession ball because <laughs> they, they put him to attack. <laughs> They put him to be a distributor, and he's not really that type of player. To be more creative. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought, <laughs> come on, Orbelin, Orbelin was, Orbelin was kind of non-existent. Bro, it was like, I think Flo was texting in the group chat like every time he fuck up, and it was like every five minutes. <laughs> he yeah, had that, he had that one, that one shot that for a second I thought went in, but it went. Uh, that was, just but wide. that was in the second half, right? Yeah, that was in the yeah. second half. No, the yeah. first half he was trash. Like, every pass of his was getting intercepted. Yeah, he was struggling. And especially because we kind of know how to play him, being that he was with us for so long. And uh, That's we... what I... That's, I, I would have thought that he would have, you know... Being that he played a like, tournament with Cardoso, that he would have given some insight and helped them, but he didn't. I mean, also, kind of, like I said, Cardoso surprised me with the, his tactical decision to give up possession and just kind of play counterattack. And and that also could be why he played Beltran. Beltran is pretty fast. And also why I think Cisneros got so much time this game. Because his ability yeah. to drop back and help out um, Ponce at a left back. He did a couple I still of times. Believe, I still believe that Cisneros would, would make a way better uh, left back than, than Ponce. When, when Matias Almeida had him there, he played... I mean, in the beginning, he kind of struggled a little bit with defending, but towards the end, he was playing really well. I mean, he, he's really, he really is our only option at that position unless they switch con Con Sweda, right? Left mid? No, Gael. No. They left got Gael, too. Left, left back or left like, mid? Well, it's, it's, almost, it's almost like a left wing, almost. Yeah. Well, we have um, Mayorga, who's been playing in the Copa next at left back. More at left back, no, but I, but I mean like left wing. It's Gael? only Con oh, left Sueda. wing. Well, we got Gael, too. Yeah, guys, on the one, he can play on the left wing. Yeah, he can. Yeah, that's really it, though. But I feel like I feel like when you play, when you don't play, Kone, like like in this game, he played Conevisola on the right side, and he kind of got lost a little bit. I mean, it could have also been the game plan, but I just felt like he didn't make much of an impact until he moved to the middle. Yeah, um, Cisneros was more active on the left wing than Brizuela was on the yeah. right the whole game. I think yeah. that was clear. But it might it might yeah. have been part of the game plan. Because it's not like Brizuela to disappear in games for Chivas. He's been our best player no, for a I'm, while. That's, that's what I'm saying. And and I felt like that was... if I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if Cardoso's idea was to exploit their their right side our, on, on our left side. But, I mean, it seemed like the, like the ball was really only on that side for a lot, for a lot, of, a lot of parts of the game. Yeah, I, I, took, I took some notes on... Um, Specifically, uh, Cisneros' stats, and um, throughout the game he had so he had ten duels and he won six. So sixty percent of one on ones he won. He didn't really create much until that goal that uh, Cisneros scored. But he didn't create, he didn't, exactly. he didn't create that, bro. It was a shot. <laughs> yeah. That was a shot, and he and but he got. I will his, say Ronaldo saved him. Yeah, I will say Ronaldo's off the ball movement on that. On that goal was really really good, really smart. Like, I don't yeah. know if you've seen like the build up when when he sees that the ball goes to Cisneros, like he's he's he completely moves his position and kind of like ducks be like not ducks but like moves behind the defender and kind of like sneaks in that little crevice where where he ended up going into score. But I, how, I, I I thought that was really good. How'd you guys feel about uh, Alexis Vega, um, who did who now it's two games he hasn't scored, but. I mean, to me, it's still more problem. I still see a good striker. I still like. No, him. I, think, I still I, like. I him. think I, I I really like him in that role as the centralized as like the centralized striker. I think he has good ball, good ball, good ball control, and he's definitely been an upgrade from Saldiva. Because even if he's not scoring, he's creating space for Pulido. 
behind yeah. him. I mean, right off the rip, like um, maybe like ten minutes into the first half, he had that run down the left wing, and then he puts the ball into the box, and um, Corona, Corona barely it. breaks up the the cross yes. on the ground, yes. and Pulido would have been right there. Pulido would have been right there. And yeah, they they're they're starting to click, and I think the goals the goals are going to come, the way they've been playing. The goals are going to come. I'm not worried about Vega. But Rigo, you were I do talking... like I, I really I really do like Pulido in in that role behind behind him too. And yeah. if you look on the Cisneros goal, if Cisneros doesn't score, Pulido probably would have scored it. Yeah, I think he so was, too. He was he was making the run behind him as well. Yeah, just to go back on Cisneros, um you Rigo, you were talking about his ball movement. And if if you remember that season when he played when he got to Chivas, remember he yes. he had great ball movement. I remember Sandoval putting balls into the box for him right and him barely missing like it was just a, like yeah he had like, to get that goal like, to boost his confidence but it just never happened yeah two seasons ago that goal that he scored this week he would have probably hit the goalie and missed it he would have missed yeah but this yeah. season a little more experience under his belt and he buried it i do i do see that i see that that these guys that have come that have been additions to the team bring experience and i feel like not only does it help is it you know good for the team I mean it's good for the team but it's also I feel like good for the players that are around them it allows you to play your position the way you should because you know that the guy who is in the role next to you is going to be able to complete his job accurately whereas in uh, like before like there was deficiencies on defense there was deficiencies in the midfield where other guys had to pick up the slack yeah, I mean, it's not, we talked about team depth on the on our last episode, but it's like, especially the midfield, like we're kind of blessed right there right now. Like Villalpando went down, and we're not, Beltran stepped up to the plate, and he did a good job. So, yeah, and I mean, like, you saw the second half when they moved Guanajito to that spot. Yeah, he played more uh, of a central role. Yeah, and he and he played he, he played it well. He's always played it well, but he played it well. No, I, I, I think the depth is good. But the chemistry seems to be there as well. And, and, the, and it's only the second game of the season. Yeah, some, something's clicking for Chivas right now. And I, I think we're still, like, obviously still early stages. But there, there's, like, a core there. Like, something's developing with them. I think no, I mean, Molina, Molina I like... adds, like, that physicality in midfield that we needed to break yeah. up plays. Like, he had another good game for Chivas. I will tell you who I am disappointed with, and that's Ben Rankin. I don't know. I feel like he hasn't he hasn't been defending well. Yeah, Ponce I mean, hasn't been he, that great either. Van Rankin kind of had his best season ever last season. Yeah, I mean, last it's season. Not, I don't think we were expecting him to keep that level going. But, um, yeah, I, I expected a, a small decline. I mean, it hasn't been too bad, especially now because you have Mier and Pereira working well in the, as center back. Yeah. But so I mean, if, if the game against uh, the first game of the season against Cholos, Cholos yes, that yes. right. I mean, I know I know I wasn't on the podcast that week, and I didn't listen. But <laughs> that side behind uh, Van Rankin was like the side that was exploited a lot. I did. I do think that because we gave up possession, it allowed Van Rankin to be more in position this this game. But I I, I still see him struggling defending. Yeah, I mean, I think. If we keep playing like this, because I said last podcast, I said it seems like Cardoso's implementing like his own style. Because I think up until last season, he was still trying to replicate what Almeida was doing with the team in terms of like a press and like always attacking. And if you think about it, the way we play Cruz Azul is the way teams play Chivas for the last couple of seasons. They would yeah. give, they would give us the ball, and we just couldn't score, or we didn't know what to do with it. And we would always lose on the counter, and that's what we that's what we were counting on for for this game. Like our counter attack was there with Vega, with Pulido, even with Cisneros. Even though he wasn't really that efficient, but he was still he was still doing stuff. He was active. I just think like the Van Ranking thing will kind of solve itself because he's going to be able to play more his position. He's not going to have to run up as much at, on the right wing. I I also think that. And we'll get there, but like Chapo playing regularly and getting back up to speed will also put pressure on him to play better because Chapo will be ready to come in and take his position. Yeah, 
Is it a style of play you guys are confident with? No, I'm not a big fan of Pentecostal kind of tactically still. I feel like he's still very – he plays not to lose. And it's, that's been like his thing since he's been at Chivas. I mean, I never really watched him at Toluca. But he plays not to lose. And last season, it didn't work out for him. And this season, it's working out. But I don't know if it's a long-term solution for him to for him to coach like that. I mean, with better defensive players, it definitely helps. With uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Amir and, and Molina, like I was saying, it's going to be hard for Michael Paris to get his job back, man. Oh, I, I don't see Michael Paris playing. As a starter, I don't see him. Uh, just crazy. getting sent to the bench. Like, That's crazy. He came, he came back no, I mean, against Café Taleros in the Copa MX, but I think as a starter in Liga MX right now, it's, it's a dub right now. Yeah, I think Molina's way better than him. I think Flo's right. He's, I think he's going to stick with uh with Beltran, man. Flo called it last podcast, and he looks like he's really good, man. He, I, he impressed me this game. Yeah, he's always been impressive, the chances he's gotten. I've always liked him. But I think I, like I think the style. Violence, but they're both young. I just wanted to say, just just the style that we're playing right now, at least in the last game, the the counter style. I think it really fits um, Vega's game, to be honest. When when he's on the counter, it just it just feels like he knows exactly what to do. The the, the through balls that he's playing, um, the runs that he's making, I, I just feel like it fits his style perfectly. And Bolito coming up behind, I think I think it really fits him as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with Paul. I was gonna say it's gonna be like. It might be hard because of the way we're playing a little bit defensively to get goals, but I don't see it. Like, the, our defense is so good that, that I think, like, I'm not even worried about losses, to be honest, going forward. I like, I really like our defense. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. It's just like, oh. going to be like a matter of can we score? That's going to be like the big thing. Rigo, last week, I uh, mean, yeah, I Luis, think Luis predicted the uh, Los Invincible season. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been done in Mexico? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, at, this only, point, uh, it, bro, sure. at this point, it's not whether we'll lose a game. It's whether we'll give up a goal. Two clean sheets in the row. I, I like Godinho, that. Godinho, I, I another think, game, and Godinho looks impressive. He looks solid. He looks yeah. like a different Godinho. He looks better, um, for sure. Yeah. This, weekend, this week will be a good test. One, defensively, and if they do score on us, if we can compete scoring goals. If you, have, if you have a team that scores a lot of goals, and you compete with them. Yeah, I mean, at, at one point in the game, I was worried because we were kind of going uh, shot for shot with Cruz Azul. Like, we started playing their kind of style, like going back and forth, back and forth. It had yeah. to be, I think it was right before we scored. But I, that was like the one point, now that I remember, that was the one point I was worried in the game. Because that's more Cruz Azul's style and that's more that they could exploit us on the counter. I think, to me, the most worrisome part of the game was like the first 10 minutes after the half. It looked. It seemed like Rasul came out of the locker room like ready to attack, ready to get the goal. But I mean, the defense held up, and Godinho held up. I mean, the crazy thing is, Rasul had um, they had thirteen shots. Only one of them was on target. So Godinho only had one yeah. block, and it was on uh, Elias Hernandez shot from the left side of the box. I don't remember the yeah, shot, but that was the only stuff. that was the only shot he he had to block. That's the one after the second half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. When the, yeah, to start the second half. Because Elias Hernandez is, you know, he's been a good player for Grasul, but we kind of neutralized him this game. Bro, we neutralized our whole I mean, team. With Ponce and I guess Cisneros helping out. That, but that, yeah, that is true. We, they, they didn't really do anything. Grasul had like 13 have, shots, one on Alvarado? What did Alvarado do? Nothing. Yeah, I don't know if it's a Grasul thing that they have to wake up or we're. Or we're just that good at this point. We're that good. It's that World Cup experience. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. the confidence of being the sixth best club in the world. We're looking sure. like it. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. This weekend's a big test. I mean, Toluca won both of their first two games as well. So it's going to be a good one. And I think they're currently in first place, right? Yeah, off of gold differential. Yep. We were, we were in first for one day. Yeah, but we haven't given up a goal, so fuck them. <laughs> All right, can't so... relate with these clubs. They give up goals. <laughs> Who was uh, man of the match for you guys this game? Hmm. I don't want to say Cisneros just off the goal. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I I didn't want to. Because I feel like Alexis Vega would have scored that. He was in. Um, I mean, I feel like overall this was like a a good team effort. Good man. team effort. I'm gonna give yeah. it to the defense. Defense overall, man. Well, let's give it. Let's give it to Cardoso for the game plan that it actually. I, worked. God damn it! I was gonna give it to Cardoso. <laughs> <laughs> the game plan actually worked, man. I mean, all right. So, but look, I got Pereira's stats right here: are six clearances, one block shot. And then Mier had seven clearances and two block shots. So the defense did their job. I right. I, I I I don't know. The center back, the center back. What is what was Molina's stats? Molina's stats I did not have on hand. Beltran completed what you say eighty eight percent of his passes. Beltran completed eighty eight percent of his stats. Molina had seventy eight percent pass this rate. Portion, this portion of the podcast is sponsored by <laughs> soccer nerds. He had a dispossess zero times, duels one, seven, clearances three, block shots one, one interception, one tackle one. I mean, I don't, I, I kind of don't want to pick a man of the match just because I think it was an overall group it's effort. A good team effort. Yeah. Nah, I, Nobody I, really I, stood I, I, out. Give us Carlos. go to the center back pairing. In the words of Remember the Titans, this team is perfect. <laughs> All right. So no, no man of the match from you guys. No, I'll, no, I'll just go with the team overall. Yeah, I think I think that's a good, good choice. All right, like let's... I know I, I know when you should pick the Cisneros based off the goal, but it's more the game is more than just that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like it when they do that when someone just comes in and does one thing. But um, I yo, it's pretty props, important props, thing. Props to him though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> props to him for that that goal. I think they interviewed him after. He's like, he said it's like something that he's dreamed about. So uh, good for him. Yeah, where the hell is Godinez? Godinez was on the he's, on the bench. I he's think. on the bench. Uh, it's, yeah, he's done. He's a he's our Copa MX striker now. And even there, well, that's a perfect segue. Chivas, uh, Chivas versus Cafetaleros. Uh, fun fact: last time Chivas lost to an Ascenso team in Copa MX was in 2016. And that was against FC Juarez. So it's like kind. Of, it's kind of like there's no point in watching these Copa MX games until we get to the knockout rounds. But now that Rigo's back, our uh, Copa MX expert. <laughs> Copa MX expert. I actually, I actually do enjoy watching these games. You gotta... Just because they get to watch watch some of the guys that don't normally play. Right. Um. I'll, I'll just. You guys off. watch? The, was, am I the only one that watched the game last night? Yeah, I don't watch that shit. I, I, I kind of <laughs> watch it. You know, I watch my favorite, Marine. I mean, I'm already all caught up on Game of Thrones and True Detective, so I'm watching. Actually, I'm gonna. I did watch like I think I watched like 20 minutes of it, and I I saw about was about Suto playing CDM. Yeah, yeah, Suto like played CDM. He scored a golazo. I mean, it was a deflection, but he it was did, a golazo. He did. It just felt like Cavaliers didn't really have anything the whole game. I they, watched. They just. I watched the extended highlights, and it just seemed like Chivas outclassed them throughout the whole no, game. No, yeah. Chivas was just a, a, the better team just from start to finish. The second the second half, they kind of took their foot off the, off the pedal, but, I mean, yeah. it was 3-0. Ronaldo had a really nice first goal, like a Palomita uh, header. Yo, uh, did, that, was, goal. that was when Sandoval bodied somebody, right? Yeah. Like... Body the crap out of one of them right? players. Yeah, had two technically. Assists, yeah. Which is the second week in a row that a player has to assist for Chivas in a Copa MS game. Last week it was trophies, and this week it was Ryan. Oh, yeah. And let's hope he doesn't end it up was, cursed it, and get hurt. Oh, it's man. also the second week in a row Copa MS that Marine scores. Did he, he, get, scores did, he get, did he get credit for that goal? I thought it was an own goal. No, he didn't. No, nah, that was his goal. He did get credit? Because yeah. I think he did because Sandoval got credit for the assist. For the assist, yeah. But that should have been an own goal. I don't think that shot was on no. target. That Manin shot wasn't on target. It got yeah, deflected it into the goal by the defender. What? I don't care. Tell somebody goal. <laughs> Take it from people that watched it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I watched, I watched the highlights in the detailed replay. <laughs> you watched the edited highlights, you know? Oh, bro, I watched, then, uh, the, I watched the three version. clips that you guys retweeted. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the third goal was a golazo from from Basulto. I was not expecting him to shoot it like that. 
I thought it was. I saw him make the run to go shoot. I thought I was like, oh, this is going to go over the net. But no, it was a nice shot. It, it does deflect off a, of a defender. But nevertheless, it was still a pretty accurate shot. But the the form and the form was there. I saw I saw the way he he moved his foot. Cisneros had an opportunity to score a brace, and he all he had to do was like chip it lightly over the goalie, but he chipped it way too hard. And it went over the it went over the net, but he should have easily had the brace. Yeah, I would ask you how how has Mayorga looked, but I mean versus two second division teams, I mean yeah, um, you can't really matter. Like, I I still think I still think he should be playing center back. That's what I think uh, too. But but not with Mir now. Not with Mir. I mean, let let him yeah, try but you for can, left. But you can start grooming him. But See, yeah, I'm, you're right. Now with to Mir. me to me he would he would be the option after after. Off the bench instead of Marin, but Carlosa loves Marin now. Oh, going back to uh, Michael Perez because he came in the second half, and oh, I, yeah. I think it is good that he. I think it is good that he is healthy though because whenever whenever Chivas goes up, Carlosa likes to go defensive, and I think it's good that you know he has somebody else there for Molina or Beltran to be able to come in because right now he's been using Basulto as as that CDM third defender. Well, he did it in the Liga in the Liga game too. Remember. We didn't talk about that, but um, Marin and Basulto both got subbed in into the game. Basulto with like yeah. three, with like three minutes left, but he he does like to play Basulto in that role, and I I'd much rather have Michael Perez at at CDM pairing with Molina or whoever yeah, is going to pair with than Basulto out there. Yeah, he's terrible at making subs, bro. It's, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Wait, wait. I think I think Marin does isn't getting credit for that goal. He's not. Okay. See, it's, it was, it was being own, credited as an own goal. Yeah, it was an own goal. I told you. Son of a bitch. I don't care. In my <laughs> eyes, Marine scored that goal. Alvaro called in the favor. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm checking, I'm over here checking stats. It's actually better for Marine to get credit for that goal. Maybe somebody will buy him. They'll believe the hype. I'm I'm just <laughs> surprised that, that he's scoring, Basulto scoring. I'm, I'm just surprised, surprised that he's scoring. playing, to be honest. Like, what does he see in the hey, he kept a clean sheet? <laughs> there was a kid yesterday who I hadn't seen before called Monarres. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Monarres. I saw pretty I good. To, let me tell you, I tried to look up like uh, I searched tweets with his name to see like what people thought about him, mm-hmm. and it was like very mixed. Some people were like, "Nah, he ain't it." Other people were like, "Oh, he this kid looks really good." So I don't know. I don't know too much about that's, him. I never really heard uh, about him to be honest. Number eighty nine, right? Yeah, eighty-nine. Yeah, he was in a couple of the of the plays I watched. He looked good, but I mean, we can't. That's why. That's why I don't like Gopal Mexicans. We can't take too much out of these games. It's like you're playing teams that are way below your level. But I mean, like, but I feel like for to a certain to play. Yeah, for a certain to a certain extent. And then it, I feel like the first division teams should take it serious. Because if the first division teams take it serious, you already know that the second division teams are taking it serious. But if the first division teams take it serious, it just makes it a, a serious tournament, and it makes it a tournament that matters. I just so, wish I mean, football it, weren't playing. That's it. <laughs> but I mean, we 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 have we have no depth. I mean, so. we, we have to like, try to develop them. That's what I'm saying. Like if we had young, if you said we had like two young defenders that were were grooming, I, I'd probably be more excited to watch. Gilberto Sepúlveda. He's he was playing. Sepulveda, he's still on the team. Yeah, he was at center back last night. Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking about the other one, the, the the wing player we got last year. No, he Sepulveda. he got he got sent. He somewhere. got loaned. He got loaned out, yeah. right? He's not on the yeah. team right now. All right, so Rigo, man of the match for you in the Copa MX game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm offended by that question. <laughs> Money? I'm gonna have to give it to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it to Marie because. They 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 didn't want to give him the goal, but I'm giving him man of the match. Nah, I think, I think I think I think I had Sandoval. I think I had Sandoval. He had two assists. He was really moving. Uh, he was pretty much all over the field last night. So yeah, I'll yeah, give it man, to him. If, if, if Gael was on the first team, play with the first team, I think we'd be better offensively and on the counter. Yeah, I, but I think with Cisneros, like he just gives him the stability defensive wise that Carlos likes. But I kind of wish we tried him. We tried Gael. I think if we. Like, say Chivas goes down, 
I think then yeah, we might get a little bit more of a Gailin there. Just because we're gonna have the we're gonna be forced to be more offensive. I want to see what those subs look like. I but feel like last season he was still doing he was still making defensive subs. That's true though. Yeah, Cardoso's tra- sub- substitution game is trash. We move on. All right. What else do you have on the docket? Let's move on. We're gonna talk talk about our Twitter poll results. So we ran we ran a couple of uh, Twitter polls on our Chivas del Norte Twitter account. We asked the fans where they thought Chivas would finish on the table for the season, and sixty three percent think we're gonna finish fifth through eighth. I think uh, me and Luis said on the last episode we were going to finish 6th, and Flo said 4th. 25% thought 1 through 4, 10% thought uh, 9 through 12th, and then 2%, which is probably like America fans that went on our page, they said uh, 13th or lower. That was the eagle eye spam. Eagle eye So I think Luis, uh, the fans agree with us. Fifth, fifth through eighth, which yeah, I they agree right with now me, like me on the podcast, but me on my Twitter account, I said undefeated season. <laughs> so I got I got two predictions out there. Uh, I mean, it, it looks the prediction. It looks. I mean, at this point, it's early though, but it's two it weeks looks, definitely playoffs. Yeah, definitely looks like we're a playoff team. I mean, I predicted in the first five games we have at least ten points, and we're already halfway there. So. I didn't predict it in a podcast. Just predicted it in, in my, my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. These, these games remind me of like honestly, they remind me of some of the games from last season where we'd be solid we, defensively, but we wouldn't have the personnel to keep it to be able to like sustain the that defensive stability throughout the ninety minutes, and then we'd always give up a stupid goal like in the second half and be over. It's, it's like yeah, the complete it opposite. Reminds- now. I'm not going to make parallels, but it kind of reminds me of the championship season where the season before the championship season, there were games where we should have won that we would draw or lose like late. Yeah. And then the championship season, those games would turn into games that we would actually win. And and this is what it reminds me of. See, I, I, was, like the, I was thinking the same yeah. thing. I just didn't want to jinx it. <laughs> Because I think, I mean, it's just, like last season, like like you said, things, the season before the championship, things, the games wouldn't go our way. Like that little luck factor that we needed wasn't there, and then the championship yeah. season, the games we wouldn't have won that season, we did win, and that's what's happening this season. Like last season, there were games that should have gone our way but didn't because we would make stupid defensive mistakes and give up goals, and so far these two games, we we have defensive stability. And we were scoring goals, bro. We have to pray to God <laughs> that Pereira and and Mir stay healthy all season, man. Yeah, seriously. That's our season's gonna come down to is like, can those guys stay healthy? Or if they do get hurt, maybe it's to be like a one game thing, two game thing. Or we're gonna need them. We're gonna need them at the end. I mean, Pereira is eventually gonna pull up, pull his glass hamstrings and. Be out for like two or three weeks, bro. Don't don't don't, don't put that out there. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, no, we need to score some goals. Yeah, <laughs> gonna score some golazos, and then at the podcast. On I saw good Cardoso. Cardoso is of a striker coach. He turned Marina and Basulto into goal scorers. Yo, those Twitter videos paid off. Because <laughs> those are the kind of goals they were scoring in those videos. In those practices, the one yeah. that the one that Basulto scored. <laughs> All right, our uh, second pot uh, Twitter poll was um, player of the season, and sixty-two uh, percent of the fans went with Brizuela, twenty-seven percent went with with uh, Vega, eleven percent with Pulido, and that's it because nobody else, nobody voted for other. So the fans are picking Brizuela. And um, last season, the fans picked uh, Pineda to be our player of the season. And he's, the fans are always wrong. He's not on the team anymore. <laughs> I hope, I hope this isn't like a thing we're doing, that we're going to start jinxing players with this. <laughs> well, Who did we choose on the pod? I don't remember. I, uh, I, I, went I chose Godino. You chose Godino. I, think it's I, cho- I chose Godino. Yeah, you, no, two, you, you two went with Pulido. I went with Brizuela. 
No, uh, Flo chose Gudino. Well, after because you picked Pulido, he's like, I yeah, said, he, I said, he's I like said my dark Gudinho's horse. My dark horse. Yeah, so he, he said it was his dark horse. Yeah. But um, I don't know if the fans agree with me that Brizuela's gonna be our player of the season. Bro, Let's you see. never want to agree with Varo. <laughs> <laughs> What's I, wrong with y'all people? <laughs> I picked Brizuela last season, and I was right. So the fans know. And then our last, our last Twitter poll, which is super, super close. We uh, asked what would be everybody's preferred uh, preferred midfield pairing, and we put up uh, Molina and Villalpando were thirty four percent, and then Molina and Cervantes or Beltran was thirty two percent, Molina and Perez twenty eight percent, and then six percent for other pair. Damn, people are split, huh? Yeah, people didn't didn't really know which way they wanted to go. I I don't think I think we said for the next three games we we thought he was gonna go with Molina and Beltran, but then like for the season we just we didn't really pick anybody because it was too early, and it's still yeah, too it's, early. It's hard to tell. Like um, you got to think that if this con- if they continue to win, there's no way he goes he goes back to Villalpando. I like how why would you go away from what's working, right? You can stick with Beltran. Um, yeah. If, yeah, I mean, if, if it doesn't work, then then you can go back. Then you have an excuse to go back to Villalpando. But if this if they keep winning, there's no reason to change things up. Yeah, I mean Villalpando Viel in the last game, I think he had a a mediocre first half, and then in the second half, right when he was picking it up, he picks up he get he gets that injury, and he gets subbed out. So I think I don't know. I think Villalpando is still an option, but I, I'm I'm gonna agree with you that. If Molina and Beltran are working, then there's no reason to to bench Beltran. Agree. <laughs> All right, that's that wraps up the Twitter polls, and then an update on the Cardoso and Aris beef that is apparently still going on. Why? <laughs> Why? You saw the Aris a pendejo. <laughs> yeah, Rigo. If, yeah. You, if you listen to the last <laughs> podcast episode. <laughs> Bro, I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this week, Cardoso in the press conference said um, that Aris didn't leave the team. He told them that he wasn't wanted, and basically, Aris <laughs> was kicked out of the team, and Aris had no say in it. And this comes after. But did you see the Aris interview? Yeah, he was crying about. Um, you, you you can summarize it up if you want. Aris basically, yeah, basically asked him about the club World Cup and the. He said that Carlos was unprepared. He said this. He, I mean, and it was also kind of a sub at at uh, like the front office. Yeah, because it was like, how do you give something to somebody who didn't deserve it? Who didn't deserve to be there? So, and and you know, he went there and he, and he pretty much is like giving a kid a, a a new toy, and like they don't appreciate it. <laughs> he went to the club World Cup unprepared. What do you What do you guys think about so, that? You- do you agree with Aris? I think. I mean, uh, I think he's just fuck, mad. Fuck Aris Hernandez. He's fucking trash. <laughs> Why is he even talking about the team? Bro, he's a bum now. He's old. Who cares? I'm glad fucking Cardoso spoke out and <laughs> felt like the rest of us and got rid of him. I hope. I hope they. Yeah, I mean, hands, I, thought, I thought his time was up. Later on. I'm his sure there's some Chivas up. fans that are like, "Oh, he's a legend because he won a fucking championship." Who cares? I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for him and the run that he was on during that championship run. But after that, but his time it was, was up. clear that he was in decline. Like, I don't know. Brother. Yeah, that was two cape, years ago. can't cape for him. There's no caping for Aris Hernandez on this podcast. All right, moving on from that that whack beef. We got a Chofis update. So um, I think Chofis is heading to surgery and to work on a, a left knee injury. I think his meniscus is messed up. And now he's out indefinitely. Rigo, this is your boy. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm a little sad because I don't get to see him every Sunday or Saturday <laughs> or even on Tuesdays because I miss that Chilpie's magic. But, uh, I mean, I hope it's it's a long-term solution. I feel like, so I don't know if you guys are aware, but when Matias was the coach, he had, like, a very strict, like, no-surgery policy. He preferred to rehabilitate guys instead of getting them surgery. And that's why a lot of these injuries for these guys lingered for so long. 
So what I'm wondering is if this is an injury that's just been lingering for a while since Matias, and he's fi- they're finally like finally like flared up or something, and they were like, you need to you know get surgery now. It kind of sucks that it's happening now. It didn't happen in the off season. Apparently, he's only out for like a month after the surgery is completed. Yeah, at least it's happening early in the season too. Yeah, I mean, but it should, if if this was something that was flaring up, it should have happened in the off season because he didn't play the Club World Cup, right? I mean, we only, we only played one game. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I mean... He didn't play? I thought he played. Did he? I can't remember anymore. Damn, yeah, he I don't remember. remember. So long ago. No, he did play. He played against Kashima, I think. Oh, damn, I don't even remember. And, wow. And then... And then... Uh, he had to have played. Yeah, he had to have played. Who else was going to play? Left, uh, left wing, right wing. Brizuela yeah. Cisneros, I think, is who he played. No, Cisneros wasn't playing back then. Yeah, That's what shocked us about Cisneros, Cisneros playing yeah, starting the season. Because we're like, where the fuck he come from? Because there was no preseason. I don't remember. doesn't matter. I don't know. I just hope he gets better, man. We'll, we'll, we'll need him eventually. Yeah. I mean, I think what he... First of all, he's the only one that can fucking cross the ball. Because if not, Polito has to cross. And uh, don't sleep on Gaez. No, guys, guys can cross, but he hasn't even been playing either. Uh, For fucking Cardoso sleeping on him. No, I mean, I just, I just hope he gets back healthy. Don't sleep on Cisneros. He crossed it to Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, somebody... We got a Twitter question, and he's uh, questioning whether Chelsea was really hurt or, or it was one of those, uh, quote, quote-unquote, situations. Who is disposed of? What's up? <laughs> and... <laughs> Chelsea's really hurt, or is this one of those situations? I really do like the makeup of this team. All right, he's a bozo. But I mean, he, uh, he nah, that a, has happened. That brings, has happened at Chivas, though. Yeah, and he brings up a point that we have. A, he said we have a very tough physical team, but we still lack creativity. And Chelsea's was supposed to be that guy for us. Uh, I, I will say that the injury kind of came out of nowhere, unless yeah, unless he, he was injured said, in that game that he took him out. They said it, it flared but, up during the the game against Cimarrones or whatever that team was called. Yeah, yeah, because in the I mean I wasn't on the last podcast, but I thought had also completely mishandled the trophy substitution in That's the crazy. game against Cholos. That's crazy. I don't know if you guys talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did it. Yeah, yeah, no, of course we did. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking triggered. I was, <laughs> um, but not, I mean, I'm not even okay. You want to substitute a player? That's fine, but don't throw him under the bus talking about he wasn't working. You could easily be like, you know what? We w- I wanted to go defensively, and I know he just come in, but I felt like he could have. You know, he was who I should take out because he was. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So he plays really, against. I, he put, I didn't take it like as a negative thing when he said that. Yeah, but you know how the media I, is in Mexico. Yeah, I read it and uh, and he actually stood up for for uh, for Chofis saying because he said Chofis was mad and he's like and he should be mad. He's like I want my players to get mad when I sub them out. He's like because they should be wanting to play. He's like but the situation called for a substitution for a defensive substitution. Uh-huh. It just hurt that it was Chofis really. And then against Guimarães. Nobody watched that. Uh, he played. He played. Did he played the whole game. Did he played the whole game. I don't remember. Only you uh, watched, only you watched it, and you were supposed to cover it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but it you was got a week sick. ago. <laughs> it was a week ago. I was sick. Uh, <laughs> I saw him with, and... I saw someone with a knee injury. It... <sighs> just get it fixed, man. I just hope he gets it fixed. Yeah, I mean, we want. I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think he's taking it. Sorry, sorry, Aaron, Andy, Andres, <laughs> Dre Dog. Um, I don't. I don't think he's faking. It. I think it's a it's a real injury. Because I mean, why why fake an injury? I mean, if anything, he'd want to play at yeah. least in the Copa MX team. Yeah, I don't, I, it's definitely real. Maybe he's fatigued. <laughs> yeah, because the yeah because the substitution, the Marine incident happened, and then he played in the Copa game right after, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anything, you would have thought it would the the faking of the injury would have happened like before the Copa game, not after it. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's a real injury. 
Alright, we just hope trophies get better soon. We're we're gonna need you. He can have my meniscus he can, once. I mean it's not yeah, that your good meniscus either, doesn't work either. <laughs> he needs an up upgrade, Rigo, not a not a downgrade, alright. <laughs> my meniscus Yeah, my, my shit is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I've barely jogged today for the first time in like five months. Fortnite like since September. <laughs> and it was hurting too. Um, something else I wanted to bring up uh, a little bit of Chivas conspiracy. Um, uh, what's the Twitter at MNO Carbura after the I think the Cholos the Cholos game or the Cruz Azul game one of them. She told us that uh, Gudinho announced that he's having a baby, and when uh, Chapo announced that he was having a baby, we won the we won the championship, and then All right. and Sanchez is having. Chop was having a baby again, so maybe it's a sign that we're gonna right. win the cup. <laughs> you take off those tinfoil hats, <laughs> bro. It's that easy. <laughs> Just have babies. Just gonna pay Sanchez to have a baby every year. Have the have a crowd. Just having a baby. He doesn't even play. Crowdfunding <laughs> expenses. <laughs> nah, Chich. She's just having a baby, and they announced he's going to Barcelona on Twitter. Yeah, and so then, maybe it does. Maybe it does Look at that! Have have and a baby. Beat Arsenal. So. They beat Arsenal. So maybe <laughs> everyone work. beats Arsenal. <laughs> have a have a baby and prosper, right? <laughs> yes. Mauro, you're not going to defend your team. What team? Chivas. Arsenal. Uh, I don't talk about them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're a disaster. I think uh, their sporting director left for uh, Bayern because we're broke. We're like we're broke, broke, not not Arsenal broke, like really broke now. Everybody's leaving. It's just the Titanic right now. You're going to trigger Dan, man. <laughs> He's going to call in on the next show. He's going to do a vlog. <laughs> All right, guys. Chivas Toluca on Sunday. What do you guys think for that game? Toluca has played Morelia. They beat them 3-1. And they beat Puebla 2-0 on Sunday. So they score goals. And we stop. Uh, we don't give up any goals. So I'm going 2-0 Chivas. It's a Sunday night game. This is an away game, yes. Right? No, it's a home game. Is it a home game? No, it's a home game. Yeah, oh, it's a home game. It should yeah, be a home, home game because we played away. Yes. Oh, home right, game we Sunday night. It's Sunday night threw me off. Ah, it's during the Pacquiao fight. No, it's Sunday. Sunday night. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, Sunday night just throws everything off. Yeah, Sunday night. I think we win 2-1. Two to one. Two I'm, going two, I'm going 2-0 that we're keeping our clean sheet. 2-0 well, and... And they, Vega finally scores his goal. They don't have... Yeah, I was about to say, they don't have Vega anymore to score on us. Yeah. We were here. Uh, I think they got, somebody, sus, sus they got somebody better. Oh. <laughs> well, Vega's going to drop drop a brace on them. I think they got somebody better. Oh, man. Yeah, Vega scoring. I think, uh, I think, I think I'm going to go 1-1. No, they were talking about... They, they were talking about uh, how this season they... Brought in a lot of, they brought in more talent. Them and Monterrey are the team I think they brought in the most. This guy Triverio had three goals. First game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, they they just signed some uh, somebody from Boca too. I forget the guy's name. I've seen the the news pop up on my timeline. Wait, is that Toluca who signed the 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 twenty one year old? Felipe oh, no, Bravo. No, no, that was that that's was America that that's a, America's linked to like a 21 year old from some, por- some Portuguese Felipe team. Felipe Pardo from Olympiacos yeah, they're trash alright but so, so he's going from so he's going from Europe to Mexico he can't be that good yeah. <laughs> Flo before you give he's us Colombian. your pick before you give us your pick Flo we're gonna we're, we have a new segment on the podcast called uh, Flo's Gambling Corner here comes the money here we go money talk So, Flo, oh, give us your uh, your gambling <laughs> corner picks. <laughs> All right, guys. So, I mean, I didn't know I was doing this until right before we recorded. So, <laughs> bear with me. But, okay. but uh, I, I'm just so I'm just gonna tell y'all what the what the odds are, and you guys tell me what you guys think is the best bet. All right, and whatever you guys tell me, I'm a bet for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alright, so oh, we, uh, hold on, no, we should do you should do a Twitter poll and let the fans pick yeah, pick the best let the, bet. Let the fans get me into bankruptcy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
So, actually, for this game, uh, Chivas is actually favored. They are a half a goal favorite. So, if you want to put money on them to win money, basically, uh, plus 110. So, you bet 100, you win 110. They have to win by at least a goal because they're minus 0.5. So, they're actually favored. And then if you want to just bet the money line uh, for them to win, it's plus 145. So you bet 100, you win 145. If you want to bet on Toluca, it's plus 195. You bet 100, you win 195. And a draw is plus 215. So you bet 100, you win 215. Damn, a draw looks nice. And also the over-under is 2.5 goals. With all the goals that they're scoring, I don't know, that, that seems kind of good too. Over 2.5 goals is plus 120 right now. So they're they're averaging two and a half goals. We're averaging one and a half. So I don't know. Maybe the maybe the best bet on the board is over two and a half goals, or is it just for Chivas to win? What do you guys think? Hmm. It might be those two and a half goals. Yeah, I think go go with the two and a half goals. All right. So we, should we, we should ask our we should ask Twitter our fans on Twitter and let them see what they say. What's we'll, the best? We'll, what's the best bet? We'll ask them, but we but Flo don't Flo won't actually put in the bet. Don't put it. Don't. Put and then, and awesome. then we'll just compare. We'll compare the fans' picks to our picks every every week. So go with. So go with us. Because <laughs> we're so much smarter. No, you can put it us, on Twitter if you us want. versus them. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll put twenty dollars I mean? on it, or should I put fifty on it? Twenty, fifty, definitely fifty. <laughs> All right, fifty. He's gonna fight. This is gonna fund the giveaway. We'll put fifty dollars on it. And if we win, we'll just keep keep rolling to the next week, and maybe at the end of the year, we'll have a nice little chunk of change. Yep, it's gonna fund the giveaway when we reach twelve hundred followers. <laughs> when we have more followers than Stray, giveaway. <laughs> All right, guys, that was that was Flo's gambling corner, and I think I think that's a wrap. So we'll be back next week. See if Chivas keeps up this. Uh, Undefeated streak in 2019. We are out. All right. Peace.